Welcome to Broken Catholic, the number one Catholic voice in America. On this show, I talk about the important things that no one else is talking about, like why the world isn't working right now. The Protestant Reformation is over. Christians now have more commonalities than differences, yet evil is spreading and the enemy is winning because we're still fighting each other over self-righteous labels and high-level theology. If you disagree with me, then you're part of the problem. Listen, as Christians, we're all baptized into God's family. We all want heaven, and we all struggle with the same human brokenness. United we stand, divided we fall, it's that simple. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a broken Catholic and former atheist who was almost murdered twice. But God spared me because he had a higher purpose for my life. My mission is to unify Christians everywhere. This show was created for you, the person who wants to be accepted and loved and reminded that God has a higher purpose for your life. Let's get started. Today, our featured guest is Gail Carter, and Gail is an entrepreneur, business consultant, avid global traveler, philanthropist. She's got MBAs. She's got MAs. She's got BSs. She's got so many acronyms, I don't even know what to do with it. But Gail uses her extensive career in management at Fortune 300 companies and her experience with global nonprofits to help entrepreneurs and career professionals to unleash their purpose. That's right, BC Nation. We need to unleash your purpose. Why? Because you're sitting on potential and you won't get off your stump, right? And God wants to do something with your life. He doesn't want you sitting in front of a TV your whole life or Netflix, if that's your jam. We need to get you up and get you out because there are people suffering right now who need you, who need the stuff that you've gone through. They need your story to set them free as well. So this is what Gail does, right? People say she's inspiring. She's full of life. She's spiritual. She's passionate. She's a risk taker. I recently met her two days ago. And this is a, a non-traditional um, invitation, you know, guest invitation. And you know, it's just so cool because she came over to me. And she's like, I want to be on your show. And I was like, well, get on the list because it's six months out. And I wasn't like rude about it. I was just like, here's the facts. And then sure enough, I had a guest cancel the day before yesterday, which I do not like when they do that. And I immediately thought of Gail because she was seated right, seated right next to me. And my point in this story is ask for what you want in life. You never know when God's just going to go, here you go. Mm -hmm. Right? And, and, and she came to mind and I said, I whispered to her because we we're in a, a conference. And I said, hey, you got two minutes. And she came right out. And I said, would you like to be on my show tomorrow? A guest canceled. I have an open spot. Um, if you want it, it's yours. If not, you can wait the, the four or five months. <laughs> right? And she's like, okay, I'll do it. And I could see on her, she was scared. Her body, her physiology was like, oh, what am I saying yes to? Sometimes <laughs> in life, just say yes. Say God yes. will show you how. All of the time. Yes. Okay. So, Gail, I'm not going to go through all the other stuff, but <laughs> welcome to the show. Fill in some of the gaps in that intro. Yeah, sure, Joseph. Uh, I know. Again, thanks for having me on right now. Um, and thanks to God for making the miracle happen that we can do this today. And I hope to be a blessing in what I share today to others and really shine the light. Um, of God through me, you know, working through me and me being a vessel to you today. 
That's so awesome. So you can find Gail at renewal360encounter.com. That's renewal, the number 360encounter.com. So renewal360encounter.com. Uh, she'll mention what that is later, this event she has coming up in Tampa, but that's not what we're here for. Right now, we are here to get into what is God doing in Gail's life yeah. and what does God want to do in yours? But before yeah. we do that, Gail, yes. go ahead and take a minute and share something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know. Yes. So, you know, one of my passions, and this is, you know, aligning with following my purpose too, I really love global travel, traveling the world and making a difference. So I got to do um, two, year, two years back to back in 2015 and 2016, I went to Guatemala to do mission trips for my church. And like Joseph said, it's the power of saying yes. So when I went, you know, I was fortunate to join the worship team at my church. And I applied to everyone else for the application to go, but I felt like I was not qualified to go on this mission trip to Guatemala. So what does that mean? You know, does God need to be perfect to go and do something and do his work? No, what I realized there is just, you need to show up. You need to show up and have faith that God is there for you. And then just rely on the fact that you will be the vessel. And that's how I felt. I had so many stories of just being there and being able to connect with people in different ways that other people aren't doing that, right? So what, I, what am I saying here is that each of us have a unique gift and a unique mission to do something and help some person else in the world. And sometimes you take for granted what that is, right? But when I was in Guatemala, I was able to admit, I saw it on people's faces and I can share stories if we have time. But, you know, people got saved while we were down there. I was able to talk to kids and to women that I felt like inwardly, like we need to talk with them, you know, and, you know, in Guatemala, it's, they speak Spanish. So a lot of the time I was worried about, okay, my, my Spanish isn't perfect. You know, I can't do this. I can't do this. And I'm like, no, that's not why I'm here. Right. It's to take the chance, go after it, talk with people. And it's not me talk. It's God using and God speaking through me to connect with some person there. And that was so obvious when I was in Guatemala. Gail, I love that. I say something often in my daily holy hour, my uh, daily Facebook live I do every morning. I say, your mind is a liar. Mm -hmm. Your heart speaks the truth. Exactly. Right? Where does God reside? He resides in your heart, not in yes. your head. Right? Exactly. The enemy puts all these thoughts. You're not good enough. You mm -hmm. can't speak Spanish. All these other things to keep you paralyzed. Yes. Showing up for people with your heart so that exactly. God can love on them through you in your life. So thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. That, you know, you got this missionary heart in, inside of you that God's yes. given you. That's something personal. All right. So BC Nation, Broken Catholic Nation, here's why I invited Gail on the show. One, I had a spot to fill. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday. That's, that's the truth. But two, why did I pick Gail? Two or three people came over to me the same as you, Gail, by the okay. way. Um, and said, hey, I really want to be on your show. And I said, no, no. Um, but I picked you because I saw you had something about you. You had this um, one humility. Mm -hmm. I saw humility on you. And I saw realness. Okay, nice. Like you show up real. And yeah. I also saw you were like sitting next to me, like coughing your head off and, and like going through <laughs> some suffering physically. And I, didn't, I don't know what that story is, but there's something there. Um, and 
and I and I saw you like like going through that whatever cough and everything, and it was going on all day long for two days, and as you like cleared your your lungs and your breathing, you had this look of frustration on your face, like ah. Oh, why is yeah. this going on? Why is this happening? Or how do yes. I make it stop? Um, and I remember I just looked at you and I saw your suffering. Yeah. And, and I don't know the story behind that. And we, and we don't need something. To... Okay. All right. Do 60 seconds on that. Yes. So I am asthmatic. And that's in theory what the medical people say. But I will say this. I, you know, the asthma comes on when I'm stressed, right? And then I create that stress in my mind. And a lot of times that's my vulnerability. I need to get out of my head, just have faith, trust that things will happen the way they're supposed to. And I go through that back and forth, you know? So I am putting on this event in two months and sometimes it gets a little overwhelming, but I have to remember that the event is about a place of service and helping others and things will happen the way that they're supposed to and people will come to help me when they, when, and, and, and I've seen that. And I want to share a story about two weeks ago. I almost gave up on this. You know, I was sitting in my bed. I was so frustrated about overwhelming putting on this event. Um, and I was like, I don't know if this is right. You know, and my boyfriend told me, Gail, you need to pray about this. So I prayed about it that night, woke up, and I felt I'm supposed to do this. Because it's a three-day event, which is long, you know. So I will tell you this. God, so when you you know, speak things into existence, right? So you talk, I mean, I prayed and then I committed. You have to commit is what I learned. And then things will happen for you. So this is what happened for me that week. One of my life coaches that I haven't heard for months, he called me, he's a two-time cancer survivor. He called me, Gail, I don't know why I'm supposed to call you, but I felt that I needed to call you. He lives four hours away in Miami, Florida. And then he offered to be a guest speaker on my event, just out of the blue. So I don't really want anything. I just want you to donate to my, my foundation, his nonprofit, but I want to help you with this. Then Caroline called a few hours later. And Caroline is the event. And Caroline Millie, who runs Overnight Success Studios, and this is the location where the event is being held and where I met Joseph. She called and gifted me a seat at this, in this event all within like the same day when I made the commitment to go ahead. So what am I saying here? Subsequently, lots of other things happened that week. But what am I saying here is that when you follow your purpose and live what you're called to do, people come. People come and help. The universe aligns. God provides for you, right? So it was so evident for me last week, just being, just relax. Just, you know, God's got me, you know? So I have to like trust that process. So yes. that thing comes up because, you know, it, it's hard. It's hard because you know that, but it's still hard, you know? <laughs> so Broken Catholic Nation, I love where Gail is going right now because she's showing her vulnerability. Why? Because I just poked at it, right? <laughs> I was like, hey, I saw you there kind of going through some stuff. What's the stuff about, right? But you know what, Gail? You didn't have to just open up and be like, you know what? I suffer with asthma and, mm -hmm. and it's really in my head. It's yeah. when I'm overly stressed and I create my own overwhelm. I create my own suffering. Yeah. And yes, my mind then tells my body, oh, I guess we're suffering. Go <laughs> yeah. create some suffering for Gail and punish her because obviously she wants more of that. Right. How our brain works. Mm -hmm. It's not biased. Whatever you put your energy to, it's going to go get you more of, right? Exactly. And it's so interesting. And this is why I believe as believers – Get out of your bleeping head and get <laughs> into your heart. Yeah. Because 
that's where God is. God is in the heart. And this is why I do my spiritual coaching, Gail, is I help people to stop living in their head and creating all this suffering for themselves and for others around you. Right. And then to get into your heart and live there and show up there so that God could work through you 100%. Mm -hmm. And it's a powerful Mm -hmm. place. So, Gail, let's go big and broad, and then we're going to go deep, okay? So why do you think the world isn't working right now? Yes. So I feel a lot of people, I'm going to dive it back into purpose, but that's what I'm about. But I feel a lot of people don't give themselves the chance to really do what they're called to do. So that leads everybody to be frustrated, unfulfilled, doing something else that somebody else tells them to do. So you're living in, I feel, because I live this and I see a lot of my friends doing it. This vicious cycle because we were programmed as kids to one, make money or to, you know. So it might, I mean, I know we didn't get to my story, but I, in 2014, had this opportunity. I was at a crossroads where I had a choice to take this promotion so or take a severance package so I could follow my purpose, right? And I chose, after giving the opportunity to take the promotion, so I followed my ego, I followed prestige, I followed money. It was all greed because it just looked good, right? It looked good, man. It looked good, but I will tell you what though, for that one year, I lived the worst year of my life because it was the wrong path I took on that crossroad. Mm. And I denied myself this, because I had this burning desire for many years of doing what I'm doing now, right? Taking a chance, being an entrepreneur and really serving others and following this message but I chose not to take it because I had a dangling thing just showing me take this path. And I took that path, but it was wrong. Mm. But my lesson learned from that though, is that, you know, God still helps you to get back on track. So that was my detour of life, but it needed to happen the way it did. Because what I learned from that is that even though you were really tough situations and your life didn't go according to plan, you can learn from it. So what I did when I realized that I was miserable, I was losing my identity, I was acquiescing to a culture and corporate that I did not like, but I wasn't helping anyone and I wasn't helping myself. So what I did, I had to cut the string. I had to cut it. And what I did, I prayed about it for over that year. I built up my finances. I built up a plan to leave. And when I prayed about, I was praying for signs and the signs weren't clear. Again, faith being tested, I never followed through. And then I said, no, God, you need to make this sign absolutely clear. Then he did. It was so obvious when I was that I just quit same day because I knew. And what, what I did, I moved, I moved to Nicaragua for three months. What was the sign, though, that he gave? Um, so I was going through a lot of things with my, my new boss because in the merger, I had a new boss. And, you know, for me, it was just really hard. Cause I, don't talk, I don't want to share this, but that time I was just going through like psychological torture. You know how somebody could play with your mind to get you to do stuff, but you don't really want to do it. And then I became a different person. And so he, um, he wrote me up on something which he didn't really need to do. <laughs> but um, remember this asthma thing that I have? Well, he put some person, and I'll just be vulnerable on this. So, you know, he asked some, a person, one of my coworkers to sit next to me who wears strong perfume. So I asked him, not to do that because it triggers my asthma. But he said, no, he's going to, he knew that, but he did it anyways. So I wrote a letter to HR saying, I can't have that happen because of, you know. So that HR wrote him 
I told him. So <laughs> then he came by and then he said, like, I don't get along with people. And, uh, you know, it was, he wrote me up in a negative way. But I'm like, you know, I was really tired. So because of that, um, it really hurt me. It really did. Mm. And that was my, like, you know, I keep fighting for something that's not changing. And I'm not living what I want to do anyways. <laughs> so that was my sign that, you know, for me, it, it meant a lot that time. And, but what I did with that, um, because I knew I wanted to go, I was planning this for a whole year and I was just looking for the way out rather than staying in the same vicious cycle. So I moved to Nicaragua and it was so empowering to do that because here I was making six figure salary, living in Princeton, New Jersey, living the life there, but I was not happy. Mm -hmm. So I moved to Nicaragua in communities where there was no running water, no electricity, dealing with, you know, living with a house of people that speak Spanish only and no English. And I was teaching the community English at night. I worked my butt from eight to five every single day, walked to work 20 minutes, like a mile every single day to and from, and then come back in darkness at night because there's no electricity. And here, you know, like I'm looking like, what a contrast to the life that I was living this luxury life in Princeton, New Jersey, but I was so unhappy, so fulfilled, so stressed, gaining weight. I would go home and drink glasses of wine at night just so I could sleep. I was losing myself. What happened for me when I was in Nicaragua, I spent a lot of time with God walking to work every day. Here's what I observed. So when you have time for yourself, you can actually look up in the sky, look at the nature, look at the trees, hear the birds, I was walking to work with cows, horses, pigs, because it was like a rural community. There's no cars in this community. That's why I was walking. You know what, Gail? Those, those were your new coworkers, the cows. Yeah, the you know, <laughs> but my eyes were opened up to so many new things that I wasn't seeing. You know, every day in, in corporate America, I would get in my car, drive to work, and that's all I saw, my limited vision, you know? Get yes. back. So who looks at the stars at night? Who takes the time out to do that, you know? And then marvel at God's creation. I love what you're saying right now. BC Nation, like, I know there's something in your heart right now that goes, I want that. Mm -hmm. I want that. I feel stuck. I'm driving yeah. in traffic every day, doing the commute to a job that I'm just like, ugh. Or, you know, I hate going to. I know it's not what God designed me to. Yeah, it pays my bills, but there's a deeper higher power, you know, potential purpose that I'm missing. I keep saying no to, I'm not even exploring it. I'm not even seeking it. Is this all I was made for? Yeah. Like that sucks. That's painful to live like that. Like yeah. here's Gail, like going, Joseph, I was scared to take that step. I was scared to go live in Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Mm -hmm. But man, as soon as I got there, God had something good for me. Yes. He started to fill my heart with peace. Yes. Right? Peace. Like so many times we are living lives where we are lacking inner peace. We are stressed. We are going home after work and drinking three glasses of wine, oh. <laughs> right? To, <laughs> to, to like force down some peace, right? Like, I need some peace. Give me some liquid peace. And, and it's like, God has something so much better for us. And yes. here's Gail sharing her heart and saying, man, I was totally on the wrong path and yeah. I didn't even know it. Yes. So if you resonate with that BC Nation, like sit with that, take that to God. Be like, God, Gail's story is awesome. Can you do that for me? Yeah. Like, am I worthy 
Am I lovable, Lord? Show me how much you love me. Like, and this is what your heart wants to say to your heavenly father, but your head keeps getting in the way. Mm-hmm. Right? And just, yeah. just be like, hey, I acknowledge your brain. Thanks so much. Thanks for your contribution. I choose this. <laughs> right? I choose. I want that. Whatever that looks like, God, take over my life. Do whatever you want with it because this isn't working. Mm -hmm. Gail, let's get back to you. So tell me, what are your top three tips or strategies for you to, you know, get out of that delay that you were doing, that procrastination of not hearing God's will for your life, of not taking that step, and to get into it, really truly experiencing God in your heart, and then taking that leap. Like, what are your top three tips or strategies um, to for my listener right now if they're stuck in that corporate endless dead end job and they want to really experience God in their life and then take that leap? What are your top three? Yeah. <clears throat> so for me, um, so I pray and I, I won't profess to be like a you know religious prayer or anything like that but I did pray this morning before I got on this podcast to you know get out of my head and then have the Holy Spirit inside of me resonate right and so I could be a light to people and I realized I learned that when I was in Guatemala about just showing up just praying and just trusting that it's not about me it's about God showing you know but when I really believe in that is when it happens you know, so it's really connecting to my spirit and then trusting the spirit to be light shining through me. Um, so tangible things, though, um, my life, because I didn't, sh- I didn't share this, but I grew up Anglican, um, which is like the Catholic Church, but I grew up in Barbados. So it's the Church of England. And, you know, just like in the Catholic Church, you know, God was high, high, high up in the air, but never really in me, never connected to me. Right. So I did. I lived that for many, many years. And as an adult, when I moved to the United States at 18 years old, um, after graduating from college, I did become Catholic. You know, I went through the year of adult catechism, you know, the um, classes, <laughs> you know, so I got my confirmation, got my confirmation name and all that. And then I was like still searching. I remember my nun, the nun um, in my class, she was like, Girl, you're a seeker. You're always seeking something. And I always knew for many years that I'm supposed to do something different. I'm supposed to do something very powerful. And it took a while to figure out what that was. But I kept searching, kept reflecting, kept journaling, you know. But also talking, I think one of the other things too, is just like being in the right place at the right time to connect with people who are there for you. So whether it be attending small groups at church, which is what I do, or just talking with people, um, just staying on the same track of my faith and, pe- and being around people that energizes my spirit. I think that's so powerful to do. So that helps me along. Cause I keep learning. And then also it helps, helps me to rely on trusting my faith and try to rely on the power of just, you know, getting out of my head and just be just doing, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So I think that really helps. And then the other thing I do too, um, listen to Christian music because um, that sets my mind in a certain realm and then that helps me to just stay focused. Um, so I think those are the three. Nice. All right. So BC Nation, you know, Gail's showing up. We're speaking with Gail Carter here and you can find her at renewal360encounter.com. That's renewal, the number 360encounter.com. 
learn more about what she's up to in the world right now. But right now, on this show, she's sharing her heart. She's sharing what God's up to in her and what he's been doing in her life and what that looks like. Before God can do anything in your life, he's got to do something in your heart, right. yes. which means he's got to come in and do the work and clean up all the mess you've created in your life. And yes, you've created mess in, in your life. And some of it you were born into and you didn't choose and you were an innocent child and someone broke your trust or hurt you or abused you. We all have our story. However, moving forward into adulthood, you made a lot of poor decisions. We all do. Welcome to humanity. When you combine that, all that together, put it all in a box, we call that your life, right? And it, sometimes it looks like a mess and it's not working. And here's Gail showing up and saying, you know what? Here's my three steps, BC Nation, is show up and trust that God will do the rest. Whatever it is, if it's coming on a podcast right now on Broken Catholic on the show, then just show up and trust God will do the rest. But you got to show up. And then you got to trust. You either believe he's God or you don't. Like pick one. There's no 50 shades of gray when it comes to your faith. It's black and white. That's it. And then number two, Gail says, keep seeking. Keep spiritually seeking. And put yourself around other believers. Why? To encourage you and lift you up. We are the body of Christ. We need each other. This is how God made us, dependent on each other and on him. And then number three, she says she uses music to really lift her spirit and, and keep her, you know, just centered in, in the right place. So those are three awesome uh, tips and strategies. Gail, let's get into your number one mistake. All right, so we all have like a spiritual mistake in our spiritual journey. <laughs> oh man, what was I thinking? What did, why did I do that back then? That's totally slowed up God's plan for me. Like it, I created speed bumps and everything like that when God was trying to move me here. And maybe it's all worked out and it's been amazing, but what was that, that mistake that you made in your spiritual journey that you kind of went, oh, man, why did I do that? Well, I really think it comes back down to that crossroads that I mentioned earlier about, you know, choosing that job over taking the opportunity. So, you know, <laughs> so I'll give you an, a, another one. It's not a journey, uh, a mistake, but I, I do want to mention this. <clears throat> so I was, I had this opportunity happen again two years later. So when I came back from Nicaragua, I decided that I wanted to go to do another master's degree in international development, right? <clears throat> this is my second master's degree, but it's international. And the reason for that is, so I, 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 I wanted to do something great in the world. So I did have another chance again to take a job or do my purpose. Mm -hmm. But this time I prayed about it. <laughs> oh, you did something. But this, so this is really an interesting story. So I, applied to three grad schools and got into all three as this oh yeah so um what i would say i guess the mistake it really was that the one in, in um choosing the wrong crossroad and mm. not leading me to you know executing my purpose i i guess that will be really it yeah i really get that and i also get like what you said like the first time when you were faced at that crossroads you didn't really pray about it like you just kind of like, okay, what do I think I should do, right? In your head, stuck. And that was the big mistake. And then the second time you're faced with it, you're like, oh no, I'm taking this to God. Like I learned my lesson. 
Yes. Is that, is that about right? Yes. Um, well, I prayed about it the last time too, but I mean, this time I really like. <sighs> if you prayed about it both no, times. No, 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 no. You're right. You're right. No, no, I did not. So I took that chance because I was grabbing at greed. I'm sorry. I was thinking about my, leaving to Nicaragua. No, but the choice to take that job was pure greed. <laughs> Dale, why do I know your story better than you do? I'm messing. <laughs> Isn't that awesome though? So listen, I really get that. You were grabbing at greed rather than grabbing at God. Right. You see what we just created there? That's right. awesome. You right. know, how many listeners right now can resonate with that? Ask yourself that question. Are you grabbing at greed right now or are you grabbing at God? Like that's powerful. Mm -hmm. And then just get real about it. Don't beat yourself up about it. If you're grabbing that greed, acknowledge it and know that's where you're starting and then just surrender it to God right there. Yes, exactly. Like, I think that's awesome. All right. So we got to wrap this up because man, you got some good stories, girl. <laughs> this has been fun. All right. But let me ask you this and, and let's do a 60 second answer. Okay. Okay. How do you continue to live your faith? through obstacles and challenges that can really make you feel defeated. Yes. And I really think it is, you know, my support groups, my support team out there, what, close family or Christians or going to church and joining small groups, you know, and then realizing that God has a bigger picture. He has a bigger plan that we just don't see. So I have to trust in that when times are hard. And, you know, I'm no joke. It's hard to do that, right? So my faith, get, my faith does get challenged, but I have to, like, look at the bigger picture and, um, and believe. And I, keep, and I keep chipping away at it, you know, even though <laughs> it's not, like, sometimes the challenges are pretty hard. And I'm like, why? Why did this, you know? But I see, I have so many stories about how I saw the light at the end. And I look back and like, oh, that's why it was that way. You know, it's so we don't always, know what we don't know. So Exactly. It's always looking back in retrospect or hindsight. Yeah. We're like, oh, duh. Like, yeah. that's so obvious, God's plan and all that. Yeah. But yet, while we're headed into something, we don't see his plan at all, right? Yeah. And that's why he says, just believe. Yes, believe right. as if it's already happened. Believe I am a good father. And right. believe that I am trustworthy, right? Mm -hmm. Don't listen to your mind. Your mind's right. a liar. Your heart speaks the truth. <laughs> All right, so here's my favorite part of the show, Gail. Welcome to the confession round. See what uh -oh. I did there? Catholic? You <laughs> <laughs> didn't tell me that. Yeah, right, right, right. You love this. I know. Okay, so I'm going to ask you 12 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just. I passed them. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. Gail, what's your favorite sound? My favorite sound? Yeah. Oh, birds chirping. Like it. What's your least favorite sound? <laughs> this is going to sound bad, but kids crying. <laughs> kids crying. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a bad sound. <laughs> I get it. Um, what are you most afraid of? I fear success, believe it or not. Got that. Yeah. That's a big one. What did you spend way too much time doing in your 20s? Studying. <laughs> yeah there's yeah, one mba one ma that's not enough you need at least two all right got it. what secret fear do you have about people what secret fear mm -hmm. um so you know i'm a perfectionist so i you know i fear what people think about me got I that to look good you know yeah i get that what do you wish you had learned sooner about god that 
he has the plan all figured out, but I just need to follow that plan. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. And follow. <laughs> Doesn't it sound so simple? Yeah. It's so simple, yet so difficult. Uh, what do you wish you were better at? I wish that I was better at just trusting, taking my stress levels down, and being able to live my purpose. Live my purpose is effectively helping others. Mm, I get that. What dream are you secretly scared of pursuing? Ooh. Well, right now I'm in this phase of wrapping up this company. And so I see the bigger picture of how this is going to grow tremendously. And I want to have global impact. I always have. So, you know, that resonates in that fear that I currently have, a fear of success, because I know it's going to get big. Yeah, I got that. What's a new habit you want to form? Oh, diligently reading my Bible. Diligently. <laughs> consistently reading your Bible. <laughs> Yes. It, reading your Bible, BC Nation, is kind of like showering. It should be a daily habit. Otherwise, you end up stinking in the world. Yeah. All right. What's a bad habit you want to break? Um, what's a bad habit I want to break? I don't know what keep resonating back to this asthma thing because I know it's in my head. Mm. You want really, to get set free from that, don't you? I do. <laughs> And a lot of it is in your mind. Is in my mind. <laughs> you know? I really get that. Pick three words to describe who you are now. I am uh, what would I say? I'm a risk taker. Mm -hmm. I am an entrepreneur and I am trusting and delivering and um, being who I'm called to be and living my purpose. Dale, why you gotta break my why you gotta break my three word policy? Right? Come on, you're fired. All right. Pick three words to describe. Pick three, pick three words to describe who you are before you experienced God in your life. Oh, before. Well, I experienced God when I was a kid. So mm -hmm. I mean But before you really owned and felt, right? Got you. Mm, lost. Mm. Questioning. Mm. and um you know it was a lot of ego too <laughs> a okay. lot of being like direct in my own way you know i get that and last question gail if you could come back to life look your family and friends in the eye yes and tell them only one piece of advice after you died what would you say to them live your purpose <laughs> live your purpose and i'm gonna add live your god-given purpose yes that's critical gail yes. any final wisdom what's the one thing you want my listener to know about having a relationship with god versus not yes so i would say so just trusting in god he is your provider he is your advocate he is everything that you need to really get through each day and i, I firmly believe in just trusting, opening up your heart, opening up your mind to learning more about him and growing closer because, you know, like, and I've seen this, like things just happen for you in a positive way when you just trust God and, you know, be a vessel to other people. You just feel so much more fulfilled that way. At least that's what I'm feeling right now. Just being, yeah, just being the vessel that you're called to be. Yeah. I, I see you lighting up right now, like a Christmas tree doing this show. <laughs> 
because you're getting to speak freely about your faith and your business and integrating the two and they don't need to be separate and we don't have to be bipolar Christians is how I say it, right? Literally integrate the two BC Nation. So Gail, you have this event coming up, Renewal 360 Encounter coming up in Tampa, Florida on March 29th. Um, through the 31st of 2019, give us the 60 second, why should I, what's, what am I going to get if I attend this? Yes. So this event is for people who are seeking, reaching their goals, finding their purpose and they're not being fulfilled. Mm-hmm. We're going to be covering opportunities for travel with purpose and getting paid while doing it. Covers seven strategies for shifting from crisis mode thinking into possibilities thinking, and also seven steps to lead using our service blueprint. Um, so I'm having an experiential learning opportunity here where you're not going to just sit back and just be taught, but you're going to be highly engaged with the participants and we're going to go through different um, workshops, activities. We have catered tropical themed lunch because I'm from Barbados. So I want to expose people to different cultures and we're going to be talking about creating your vision, um, vision plan and vision goals for the year. And yeah, it's going to be super exciting. We have a VIP party that night where we're going to have some music and some dancing. Um, But all of it is to really center people into unleashing their purpose so that they can make impact. They can live the lives that they're called to be, still make money while doing it so that they can be happy and fulfilled. Um, But we're doing it in a creative and unique way. And it's just going to be fun. So I hope people can come out there in Tampa, Florida, um, March 29th to March 31st. That's awesome. So if my listeners somewhere else outside of Tampa, can they just fly into this event and you, you give them the hotel set up and where to go? Oh, absolutely. Yes. We have okay, a, cool. um, a, a great with the hotel on through February 15th. Um, so if you go to Renewal 360 Encounter or my Facebook page at like Light Shift 360, because the name of my company is Light Shift 360, um, they can find me there and we can connect that way. Okay, so that's Light Shift, that's L-I-G-H-T, Light Shift 360, 360. Okay, yes. cool. So we got to run. The show's been awesome. You've been awesome. You showed up spontaneously. You stepped in. You showed up. God did the rest. Yes, thank God All right, that. absolutely. So thank you so much, Gail, for being on Broken Catholic Show. Thank I you, wish Joseph. God's love, God's peace, and God's joy in your life. Yes, many blessings to all your audience too. BC Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your life without building faith in your business. If you want the business side of that conversation, I have another podcast called First 100K, where I interview successful entrepreneurs about how they made their first $100,000, because that's where I believe 90% of you are stuck and you can't break through. Go to first100k.com to find out how. I'm Joseph Warren. You were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day and I'll see you right back here next week.